Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Justin. Hey, yo. Emily. Hello. So quick. Try that again. Hello. Emily. <laughs> Don't talk over me. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Jordan. Hey. And Nicole. Hi. <laughs> We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I name a village idiot, and last week's village idiot was Nicole. That means you must do the recap. Nicole, what happened last week? It was me specifically, not my character that did something stupid. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, technically it was, I guess, Nicole and Jordan and Justin. Yeah, we were all stupid. That's right. I was the only one playing D&D last time. Well, you were the first one to realize. Yeah. Whatever. Nicole is equally as stupid as all the other times. Anyway, so we found the Everflame, and we're all standing around it, and we're debating on what to do with it, because it's a giant burning rock. <laughs> if that's, I mean, that's like the best way I can describe it. And it's like on a table or a slab, or I don't even know what it's on. There were voices, and they came up to us. I guess, were they like on like a platform or something or stairs? Whatever. Yeah, it was a landing. And it was one of the lore keepers, Nicholas, that we met at the forward camp at the Shade Pocket. And two other figures that we didn't see. So Agamir took off running after them with Safina. And when they caught up to the figures, one of them was Dr. Milo Thornburn. Safina's grandfather, which was a shock. And then all of a sudden he blinked out of existence. And then we grappled with Nicholas and he pressed a button and all of a sudden Calvin was there. And Calvin was fucking with us for a little while. We were throwing punches and stabbing and he was doing nothing, just being a dick. And then all of a sudden, oh wait, when Calvin showed up, Agamir <laughs> touched the Everflame and became uh, incensed with flame rage powers and then ever flaming yeah <laughs> ever flaming and then when kelvin decided he actually wanted to fight us he touched the ever flame too and he became incensed with those powers as well and we were fighting him and things were not going so great for us but also not great for him either i stand by that and all of a sudden we hear a voice saying enough is that what he said i think so or like, let it go. Leave us. Leave us, that was it. And then there was some clanking, and all of a sudden, Taz V. Duvet was standing in front of us, and we thought he'd been dead this whole time. And Calvin fucked off after some mumbling, and now we're in a room alone with a guy we thought was dead. Yep, this is the uh, second time that y'all have found yourself in a position where you are alone in a room with Tasvig. The first time, if you remember, is in the... At the Grotty Tower. Uh, yeah, right after you had uh, left the catacombs of Ilar's birth so many months ago. So, Tasvig Duvet is standing in front of you. I kind of want to just be like, WTF, mate? <laughs> Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it looks like you all have questions, he says. You you could say that. 
I'm going to punch this guy. <laughs> he walks up to the, the banister and puts his, um, his hand and his prosthetic hand on the, um, on the banister. Yeah, I'm about to give him another one of those. Well, out with it. I don't have much time. What? What? Are you talking to us? You don't have much time for us? <laughs> Excuse me? We thought you were dead. Why have you lied? Why are you a big fat liar liar? It it really doesn't matter. You all were, were tools. And you served your purpose. You're a tool. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Someone was going to say Your mom goes to college. <laughs> Uh, tools for what exactly there, friend? Why the fuck did you go all about this? What what the frack? Well, your tools for the host, you see. Hate that. The unending host. Everything that's been happening. Do you not see how it's all connected? Nope. Man, I hate to say it, but no, absolutely not. You got a pamphlet or something? <laughs> no. Uh, no. I don't. The unending, the unending host. We are here to... <sighs> how to put this in a way that you all will understand. You, you just can't fathom the greatness that lies before us. Everything has become so complicit lately. And it's time for us to uh, shake things up a bit. You mean complacent? Sorry. <laughs> I I say that as Scarlet. <laughs> Way to correct Tasvig there. Nice. Do it. <laughs> uh, yes, complacent. Thank you, Scarlet. I see you've lost your mantle. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just. <laughs> it doesn't warrant a response. Was Was there an accident? Perhaps. Oh, I hate you so much, Tasvig. It doesn't seem like you, uh, took your job too seriously. Excuse me? Oh my god. <laughs> He's egging you on, Scar. I took the job that you gave me extremely seriously to try to protect you with my life, you asshole. And for what? And you couldn't see that Kelvin would be your undoing from the very beginning? You knew that he was the bad guy the whole time. You sent us in there knowing that he was behind all of it. Did you kill, uh, what's his name again? Perdor Farinor. Perdor, did you kill Perdor Farinor? Or did you send Kelvin to do it? Nothing was done by my hand. Oh, God. So he found out about you and you knocked him off. And then to cover your tracks, you sent us in there to investigate? For what purpose? To what end? Well... Not everything's about you, Scarlet, but you we needed some sort of copper mantle on the squad to uh, make it look more legitimate. And w what better copper mantle than one who is vying for the golden mantleship of her own district, head in the clouds, investigative qualities, well, how should I say lacking? I think you did. And who better than this lucky, lucky halfling that you have with you? They have such a knack for it, that Thornburn clan. Really, nothing else could have... It, it couldn't have happened any, any better. Why'd you bring my family into this, by the way? 
Oh, I didn't bring your family into this. Your family stumbled upon it. Like I said, it's that halfling luck. You mean, well, you chose him for the expedition. Or rather, that lorekeeper chose him for the expedition. This is all part of your plan, wasn't it? Well, that would be telling now, wouldn't it? I don't have to give you all of my information. But yes, I did have people on tour looking for the Temple of Depths and Darkness, which your grandfather happened to stumble upon. And why is he your prisoner now? We need the Thornburn luck. And it looks like we're going to double it tonight. Ooh. <laughs> Over my dead body. I think that's the idea, Saf. <laughs> Shh. What's the end game here, Tazvig? Well, we're going to to bring the incarnate into the mortal plane. You might have uh, taken a glance at it while you were in the shade pocket. Oh, uh, giant scary thing. That's the one. <laughs> giant scary thing. <laughs> That's why Agamir is here. We're gonna give all of the mortals on the mortal plane something to rally against, and then. We will get peace, finally. Peace is a matter of perspective. You're the bad guy. But you say I'm the bad guy because I'm the one who's orchestrated everything? Really? Yeah. Killing people, basically. How am I any better than, say, you, or Agamir, or Scar, or even Drew? Hey! <laughs> I'm too shit. Arguably, you've killed more people than we have. <laughs> I have done nothing wrong in my life, ever. I've read all the files from the, the jobs that you went on. I, I know the the damage that you all can cause. And you call me, no blood on my hands, a villain? Really? Why fake your own death, then? Like I said, I need to orchestrate this. I needed an idiot hero that the people can rally behind, and who better than Kelvin? That's fair, he is, he an, is idiot. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I work in the shadows and let Kelvin take all the glory. I don't need any fame, I don't need any glory. And Ord and Sokoba, the two people that were loyal to you this whole time? It's a pity what happened to them, really. And what happened to them? Well, I'm sure they perished. Yep, totally dead. Moving on, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do we go from here then? Well, that's up to you, isn't it? What do you want with us now? Well, truthfully, I don't want anything with you. Only Saf. We need that thornburn luck. There's something about that halfling blood that has brought us everything that we've needed so far. I'm gonna... Where is Safina in in relation to where I am? She is... Uh, she's next to you. Um, maybe a little behind the twins. Yeah, I'm gonna do one of those cute things, like the mom arm, and then I'm just gonna, mom like, armor. scoot her back behind me. <laughs> it's at that moment that you hear a ping in all your minds, and Amalfaric says, I will return. Huh? What? Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> I glance over my shoulder. Is he leaving the room? 
you see that Amaferic is motionless. He's standing more still than he normally does. Oh. It's, it's like um. Oh, he's left mentally. He's here, but the light, like the lights are on, but nobody's home. Uh. Yeah, he transferred his consciousness somewhere else. You pinged out to, you, you try to reach out to Amalfaric and you're not able to make the connection you have to telepathically speak with him anymore. Yeah, he totally transferred his okay. consciousness somewhere else. Okay. He's, uh, he's doing something. He put us on call waiting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please hold. Please hold. <laughs> There's hold music. Elevator music. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not gonna touch Safina. That's just, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. That's just not happening. I am sure that you can't stop me. Oh, yeah? How's that? Surely you've heard of my martial prowess, Scar. Before I was a golden mantle, I was the the best copper mantle enforcer on the streets. Yeah, but now you're like 400 years old, dude. I was just about to be like, you want to test that theory, old man? I mean, you can come at us, but do you want to break a hip? (laughs) How old do you think I am, Exactly 400 years old, I just said. (laughs) You know nothing of hobgoblins, do you? I know nothing of anything. I lived in the ground. (laughs) Um, quick question. Uh, excuse me, uh, like Drew has her hand in the air, like she has a question. (laughs) Uh, we already found out where, uh, Dr. Milo is and all this stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure there was an elf on this expedition as well. What happened to her? I don't know. She either is being used for other purposes within the host or her usefulness has expired and so has she. Mm. Okay. Why don't you come over here? We'll test that hip out. <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking about this, this host. What is this host? Is this like a cult or like? Feels very cultish. Yeah. What's going on? Is there a membership fee? Like what's the deal? <laughs> I am the host. My daughters are the host. All that wish to bring the incarnate into the mortal plane are part of the unending host. We are the greatest collective force on all of Lanamora, and we will bring peace to this world by bringing chaos first. Yeah, that makes total sense. Oh, so you're Thanos, basically, kind of. (laughs) So you're going to unleash Idrindon on the world, basically. Who? He said uh, the incarnate, not Idrindon. Well, what's Idrindon got to do with this? You needed the pieces from his his tomb. What? For... What are you talking about, Seth? Have you hit your head too many times? Yes. They probably... I back up behind Scar again. They probably <laughs> no. just wanted... I'm just... Okay, so like out of character, they probably just wanted those jewels to get those jewels. They probably didn't have anything to do with bringing back Idrindon. Reg wanted those drool- jewels for... Um, for Mara. Mara, Mara Fordi. There hasn't been anything that's stated yet that Mara is in league with the Unending Host. Yeah. We only know that Mara is in, was in league with... Kelvin on tour a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I asked him, like, is Kelvin a member of this Unending Host of yours? 
Well, he'll be the, the leader of the host. Why aren't you the leader? I thought you were the leader. Do you not pay attention to anything that anyone has said, Scarlet? I will work from the shadows. And, and but that, I feel like that should still make you the leader, though. Like, just because you're in the shadows doesn't mean, like... Because if Kelvin answers to you... Clearly you're the leader because Kelvin fucked off when you told him to. Do you want to put Kelvin on a leash and work from the shadows with him as your your front man? You want him to Milly Vanilli. You think that I'm outsourcing? This is like the Wizard of Oz. You're the man behind the curtain. Have you seen the way that Kelvin acts, the things that he does? I don't need to put him on a leash. He's the perfect agent of chaos. He's a bit of an ass and an idiot. He's real stupid, though. Yes, he is. And that is why he's perfect. As the leader? As the leader. <laughs> That's some shitty cult thing. I just feel like this is not going to work out the way that you want it to. <laughs> Something stupid can't always be controlled, man. Yeah, just like the leadership. Like, just the... I just feel like this, this cult <laughs> doesn't really have a leg to stand on here. So... You can see Tasvig is getting increasingly frustrated. <laughs> and he, he slams his um, sword staff down and says, Enough! I didn't come here to be berated by children. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to, like, swat at Safina and be like, you quiet back there. He knows I'm here. Hand over the halfling. I, uh... You can either come quietly, or I can kill you all and take Saf by force. Fucking bring it. Uh, how... How are you going to bring back the incarnate, though? My daughter's had a vision. Your daughter... Had a vision. Daughters. Yes, my daughter, Srilesfe. She is a seer. She's the seer of our banner. Wait, now there's only one? No, Srilesfe had the vision. She's the wise woman of the banner. A banner is um, like a contingent of hobgoblins. They're like grouped together in banners. Oh, so like a congress of owls. Yeah, a banner of hobgoblins, yeah. Just like that. A murder of crows, okay. Sroas yeah. is the wise woman of our banner, and my other daughter, Thin Quill, is our military specialist. She's the general. Sroas had a vision, a magnificent vision, of the incarnate being unleashed on the world from a temple deep underneath the ground, and we searched and searched for it, and finally we found... An ancient temple hidden deep on Tor. And we gained knowledge on what we needed to do in order to get the incarnate into this mortal plane. How'd you do that? The writings in the temple itself. There were petroglyphs and hieroglyphs and other runes that we were able to interpret. So are these your actual daughters or is this more like a, uh, an abstract thing? What do you think, I'm Thanos? Does Taz being fuck? That's the question. Uh, <laughs> fun fact Friday. Is there Mrs. Duvet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, these are my true-born daughters. Gross. And no, their mother is no longer with us. I'd say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear about that. <laughs> Wow, we had very different reactions. <laughs> Our own very, very own Spider-Man was concerned. Maybe that's just why this is all happening. He's just hurt. 
Did that answer your question, Safina? Um, I'm the one who asked the question, and yeah, you answered it. Thank you. So what was uh, the things that you needed to do to bring the incarnate back? Well, funny you should ask. That's why we need the halfling. Well, unfortunately for you, I had a vision as well. <laughs> oh, did you, Safina? Yeah, it's us whooping your ass. <laughs> uh, that's highly unlikely. I'm going to turn and like, look over my shoulder. You're not fucking helping, little one. Uh, what do you need Safina for? I know you keep saying this luck thing, but like, what the fuck does that mean? Do you not understand? There's something about Thornburns. <laughs> 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 There's something about Safina. Okay, gone. Who is this incarnate person? Our salvation. Why have I never heard of him? Some salvation. Don't even know who he is. Based on the information that he's given you so far and him saying that you may have encountered it already, it seems like he's talking about Amo Guilt. However, he has not used the name Amo Guilt at all. Got it. Yeah. What does this big giant flamey rock have anything to do with it? Well, this is a piece of the incarnate. In Srilesfe's vision, she saw a great monstrosity that was bathed in a white flame. And when the shade pocket occurred, this was recovered at the forward camp by Saloran. So this is one piece of the puzzle. We're sure of that. This is like a bit of of it? Of him? Which bit? <laughs> it's spinky. Is it a towel? <laughs> what is it? Well, what are the other components of this vision? I've told you. We don't know. We need to find out. We need the Thornburns. We need their luck on our side to find it. What do you plan to do with Seth? We're going to do with her what we did with her grandfather and what we will continue to do with her grandfather. We're going to use them to find the other components for the Temple of Depths and Darkness. It failed last time, millennia ago, but it's not going to fail in this age. What do you think Safina knows? Yeah, are, are you too dumb? Are, do, you need, do you need us because we're, we're a family of smarty trousers? Safina, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the Thornburns have an uncanny knack for stumbling upon things that should not be stumbled upon. I mean, weren't there a lot of people on this expedition? Like, could have been any one of them. It didn't necessarily have to be Milo that was the person that stumbled upon it. You know, just saying there was a pretty awesome dragonborn that, you know. <laughs> is, uh, is this chamber really echoey that we're in? Would, like, if I whisper something, would he hear it? You can roll a stealth and see. I don't like that answer. Aren't you super stealthy? Yeah, sure. That's 18. So I guess I just say. Well, hold on. Let me roll a dice. Okay, you are able to get this message out and whatever you're trying to say, and he won't hear you. Okay, I whisper to the group. He needs the writings. We're talking about the writings. He doesn't know about them. 
That is a good point. We should go. <laughs> wow, y'all got there eventually. <laughs> How many hints did I have to drop that he doesn't know what he's talking about? So many. I'm trying to keep him talking until Amatera <laughs> gets back. I don't know what the fuck we're doing, and we don't. We can't leave him there. I think we should just run away. <laughs> How? I think we just need to get Saf out of here. That's Drew's vote. We need to go. Yeah, yeah we've got to overstate our welcome. Yeah. So that's it. Let's, let's try and go home. Yeah, we slowly start backing up. No, no, we don't. At this point, I'm going to use my face step. Your face step only helps you, Emily. No, I can grab onto somebody. Oh, yeah, get Safina the fuck out of here. What do you think that I am trying to do? <laughs> Okay, so this is going to come down to you, Nathan, because it doesn't say that I can't teleport with somebody else. And I think it would be dope as hell if you let me snag Safina and teleport 30 feet. You have to roll me a wisdom check in order to get her to come with you. Okay. So if you fail on it, she's going to be right where you left her and you're going to be 30 feet away. It'll look like I'm a dick. All right, let's go. <laughs> Remember you have a hero point. So do I yeah. roll against her? Is that what's happening? No, it's just she's going to try and take you along with her. Wisdom. So what am I trying to roll? Or are you just going to decide if it's high enough after I do it? I have a number in mind. You <laughs> have to roll it and see. Okay, my wisdom's plus two. That's a nat one. I'm going to use my hero point. <laughs> uh, nat one is not going to help you at all. That's what I'm saying. I'm uh, using a hero point. No, you're using inspiration. Inspiration. inspiration whatever yeah. to re-roll it. Yeah. Inspiration re-rolls. Hero points just add. Okay. All right. Okay. That's going to be 11. Plus, wait. You have hero points. That's right. I can use my hero points on this. I haven't told you whether you succeed or fail. Yet. Okay. I'm going to use... Wait, would you have it? It just goes up by one per hero point? It goes up by two. Two, two. two points. And you have five? Seven. We have seven, right? I have six hero points right now. Uh. Yeah. You all gain them at different rates. Depending on the cool shit you do. I'm going to use three of my hero points to make it a 17. That's all I'm worth to you? <laughs> no. But I think a 17 is over what he's thinking. Hopefully. I think. Okay, Sap, what is your wisdom ability modifier? Plus... Or your wisdom score. Your wisdom score, sorry. Twelve. Okay, you succeed. <laughs> Danger! <laughs> okay. Drew just kind of grabs onto her, and it's like a, it's like appar- apparition in Harry Potter. She just kind of turns, and suddenly she is 30 feet away, um, and I'm going as far, like back as I can, like, towards the hallway, like, so we can run out. So I'm just, once we, like, we're going to hit the ground running. <laughs> also, immediately after I, you use your face step, up to two creatures of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for one minute or until your companions deal any damage to it. I don't think that's really going to do much, but... <laughs> Tasvig is, like... 20, 25 feet away from you. Fuck. I was hoping maybe you'd be like, man, that sucked, but she's got moxie. Like, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, whatever. I don't, there's nobody else to choose, so no one is charmed by me. (laughs) 
everyone's like, wow, that was really <laughs> fucking like, rude. Wow, that was rude. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she gave us kind of like a signal, right? So that we knew that, so that I didn't, you know, freak out when Safina was not behind me anymore. I think I probably said something like go or something. There was like, there was a noise when I, when I popped out of existence. What's that song where all he says is run. And then it's like, run, run, yes. It's that exact run. I want you to like hear it. I just always think about that vine with the ball, roll, the giant <laughs> fucking ball rolling down the road. <laughs> yes. So I do that. I snag staff. We teleport 30 feet. And as we, up here again, I like push her forward and say, run again. Like, let's go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he, he's just finished his little hissy fit. And uh, Drew says, go. Say run specifically. Run. And what, what does your face step look like? Cause I don't think we've seen it in autumn yet. Um, it is. Um, so it's the same color as my skin tone at this point it just kind of blurs and then suddenly i am not there and neither is that there's like a red puff of sm- or a, what color are you right now burnt sienna burnt sienna <laughs> you just can't ask people what color they are <laughs> it's fucked up burnt sienna <laughs> we've decided so there's like a burnt sienna like cloud of smoke no it's like a blur it's like a smudge and then it's gone uh, cool okay so that happens. Uh, she kind of has to run up to where Saf is in order to get there. So you are all by the Everflame right now, or in front of the between the Everflame and the landing. The door that you came in is on the far side from you right now. So when you blink back into existence, you are like five feet from the exit to the door. Cool. And we're going to roll for initiative. Shit. Okay. To figure out how this is all gonna work. Run, 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 run. I was gonna say like, wow, as soon as she said that, I feel like I was gonna throw something at him, but. I mean, you can still do that. Whatever you can do to keep him away from Sabina at this point, I'm just trying to get her out of the building. Unnatural 20. Got that dirty 20 as well. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> You grab me and we we're off and I'm like, <laughs> your belly hurts a little bit, but it's okay. We're going to keep running. Oh, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. It's normal. It's fine. <laughs> I felt like that the first time too. Just keep running. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, Saf, roll me a wisdom saving throw, please, because you were just pulled against your will. Sorry. <laughs> Natural 20. All right, you you managed to hold down your dinner. <laughs> My initiative roll is 12. 17. Okay. So Drew and Saf are going to be first. Saf, I believe, has the higher dex. Probably. Plus four. Plus two. All right. Saf, you have just blinked into existence back at the end of the exhibition hall. Am I still within line of sight of him? Yes, he can still see you. And you can see him. How far is it to get out of his sight? You've got around the corner of the exhibition hall. And how many feet is that? Your movement should suffice. Okay. Uh, I run my full 25 feet. All right. You uh, duck behind the hallway, and you hear Tasvig say, No! I love that he's upset. 
as much as Drew wanted to punch this dude in the face. This apparently 400-year-old dude in the face. She decided that Zaph was more important. Oh, You're welcome. (laughs) Character development. You know what that is? Growth. It is Drew's turn now. Hell yeah. Uh, I run with Saf. Your full feet? Your full distance? Nope, because I run 30 feet, so I run 25 feet with Saf. Oh yeah, you all get, uh, you all have actions too, so you can, you can move and action, so you can dash if you want to. Oh, cool, what? yeah. Yeah. Go back. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you've gone 50 feet now. And I go 50 feet with her. Okay. I don't want to be ahead of her. That's fair. Yeah, no, you keep a hand on her the whole fucking time. Yeah. Scar, it is your turn. You and the twins. Tess Vig is up on the landing about 25 feet away from you. Diagonally 25 feet because he's up on a the next floor up. Sure. If you wanted to, you could get to the the other end of this exhibition hall with your movement plus a dash. I would like to cast a spell. Which I don't ever usually okay. do, Ooh. but I do. I do have spells, and I just realized that one of them could be kind of handy right now. I'm gonna cast darkness. Hell yeah! <laughs> nice. I'm playing D and D, y'all. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> I could cry. And I want to. Ca- it says uh, magical darkness spreads from a point you choose within range to fill a 15 foot radius sphere for the duration which is 10 up to 10 minutes i want to cast it in a way that blocks his line of sight to the exit is that possible so you want to cast it basically on the exit like or do you want to cast it on him i want to cast it so that it's in the way of his line in of between s- him and the exit so he has like to run mid-air. through the darkness to get to the exit like he doesn't see anything past the darkness so like okay how how do i (laughs) can i do that is really what it i guess cast it on yourself like the the point that you are standing in because if you're like kind of by the everflame but where's the exit between him and and the exit where is am i in the middle of that yeah you're right around in the middle uh so darkness is what a 30 foot 15 foot radius sphere yeah, so a thirty foot diameter. But I don't wanna but I don't wanna block our path. I don't want it to be yeah. dark for us. So with thirty feet, you would have five feet on either side that you'd be able to see through. So you'd be, be basically be able to see this darkness sphere in the middle of the room because it's forty by sixty feet is the exhibition hall. And then it will be able he won't be able to see us now. If you go right through the darkness he wouldn't see you, if you but you wouldn't be able to see. And then if she's trying to cast this between her and Tasby so that it's neither of them are in darkness so that he can't see and he won't be able to see through it and I won't be able to see him, but he also can't see the exit. Yeah. And he would have to run through the darkness in order to get and you and they can't see through even yeah. it says a creature with dark vision can't see through this darkness and non-magical light can't illuminate it. If the point you choose is on an object you're holding. Being more carried, blah, 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 completely covering the source of the darkness. If any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of light created by a spell, it's dispelled. I mean, this yeah, is it not. Yeah, it's not like this is like, it doesn't like do him any damage or anything. He just. This isn't normal darkness. This is 
advanced darkness. <laughs> he just won't be able to yes. see through it to get to us fast, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I get what you're trying to do. I was just trying to figure out where exactly you're trying to put it. So yeah, you, you can put it between you and Tasvig, and you can still get out of the darkness, and then he would be able to see through it. Perfect. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say, it doesn't say like any rolls need to be made or anything. So I think it just happens. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I do that. And then I run. <laughs> run. So there is now an area of darkness between the Everflame and where Tasvig is. Agamir, you are within this darkness, but you know the way out. And it is your turn. I will go ahead and, um, well, I'll use my full mo- movement to to leave the room, head down the hallway. Can I dash as an action and then dash again as my bonus action? That's a good question. Sure. I think he really wants to get the fuck out of here. He is done. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like magic, and there is too much magic in this room. Bye, Scar. See you later. Didn't like what you just did to me. Uh, I'm going to get. Did not sign up for this. <laughs> and then on the way, he passes Safina and Drew. Like, he just runs past us. I got point, guys. I'm, I'm running point. It's fine. Else go to hell. <laughs> yeah, so with your triple dash, your triple movement, which is usually reserved for monks. Um, <laughs> you uh, are able to catch up with uh, Saf and Drew. Okay. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> the twins are also following me, right? Yes, they are following you. As you all are leaving, you notice that Amo Ferric is not moving. That's fine. He'll catch we'll up figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about it. He's not there, really. That's just a hunk of rock right now. But we also left a very important piece of the puzzle with the bad guy. Yeah, but we've seen it and we know where it is. Anywho, Tasvig's turn. He has just shouted no, and you hear a sound that, it sounds like a, a something being unsheathed or something kind of, it's like a shh. You know the noise that Wolverine's claws make? It's that snick sound. Yeah. <laughs> you hear one of those really loud and it, it's, it doesn't sound great. Got it. Scar would hear it. She hears footsteps from the landing as though he's reared back and then rushed forwards. And you hear a very heavy landing in the middle of this room. Did he just jump 15 feet? Yeah, he did. Fuck. Well, hold on. He didn't even get to see it. Uh, yeah, he, he jumped hella good. He rolled a 21. <laughs> he was top of his class in jumping. You just had to ruin my Peruvian darkness powder moment, didn't you? But he's still in the darkness, No, he's, he's in the darkness. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, no, it's still good. Yeah, so he, he lands heavily in the middle of the room, and you hear him yell after you. He says, it's a pity, you know, we really could have used you all in the host. And you hear what sounds like a crackling bonfire and scar is the only one who's close enough to see it if you if she looks over her shoulder the darkness is pierced by a bright white flame it it just kind of cleaves it in two like you you know those videos like the slow motion videos where they like shoot an apple or something Mm -hmm. 
Sure. It looks like that. Look it up sometimes. Just go look up like, like the slow-mo guys or something. It, it's on there. I got time. Yeah. It's like the darkness has been split by this light. And you see that where Agamir, the flames went around him and then they kind of receded. And with Kelvin, they coalesced around him and kind of stayed around. When Tasvig touched the Everflame, these flames are burning like white hot all around him. I wonder what would happen if I touched it. That is what has dispelled this darkness, is the radiance of the flame rage that Tasvig is currently under. And he uh, starts running after. He is not able to catch up to Scar, though. He used his action to jump down. I was going to say. Yeah. Well, I guess he, he jumped down and then he used his action to... Uh, to slap that Everflame, baby. At <laughs> uh, this point, you feel... Well, um, what, uh, everyone's passive perception, please. Agamir's is hella high. 15. 11. Mine's a 10. But I'm in the room, so... Yeah, so Agamir and Drew, you feel a rumble in your feet. Shit. Go, 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 go! <laughs> Gotta go fast! Go, 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 go. Like, I'm like pushing Saf along. Like, <laughs> uh, Saf, it is your turn now. We're both just going to pick her up with one arm. Right? <laughs> we, just, we each grab a hand and we run. <laughs> run, 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 run. We can go 30 feet if we pick you up. Actually. <laughs> or we can go 60 feet if we pick you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we can, we joked about it, but like, actually, <laughs> can we say that's exactly what happens? You can ready an action, Saf, if you want to prepare to be received for someone's swooping. <laughs> that's the weirdest way to put or that. Scooping. Prepare to be received. <laughs> prepare to be scooped. Prepare for scooping. Prepare for swooping. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Lovely. I'll prepare for school. So is it both of us or one of us? My strength is 12. <laughs> Agam, your strength isn't that good either. Maybe you both need help. Maybe we, maybe we straight up do grab an arm. We each run. We Can just we just up. make an athletics check? Yeah, make an athletics check. With the two of them together, they'd be rolling together, so they'd make it stronger. Yeah, so okay. if you if you want to help Agamir, I'll allow you to make that roll now. Okay. Am I adding my strength to this? Your athletics. Athletics. Oof. 16. And then you'll get... 18. Yeah, plus two for Eight. me. So you get <laughs> 18 altogether. 18 altogether. Okay. All right. Uh, Drew and Agamir working together. They scoop <laughs> Saf right up. She looks like she's preparing for help. She's like, help me. I'm too small. We're like running a little ahead of her and we're like, come on, come on, come on. And she just picks her arms up. It's like that cat <laughs> that wants to get picked up. She's like, yes. <laughs> Agamir and I just look at each other oh. and we're like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I reminded of Evan when he goes, up, 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 please, <laughs> please, please, please. Yes. Yeah, so cute. Uh, yeah, he's, he's all right. Um, <laughs> so... Scar, it'll be your turn. Tasvig's like 20 feet behind you. And he was just like, it's too bad you guys would have been really great in the host or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, I I'm already looking over my shoulder at all the shit that was just happening. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. 
bolt. <laughs> All right, so you're dashing as well? Yep, 60 feet, bye. Okay, you managed to catch up with everyone else. I feel like that can't be true, but okay. Uh, that cannot be yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. You're like 15 behind, fifteen feet behind everyone. And Agamir, I'm assuming that you're taking the dash action as well. Yeah, I'll be dashing. Just be staying in step. Yeah. So, all uh, right. Tess Week's turn. They can't move that fast, right? How loud is Man, I really hope his max is 60. He rushes forward. Well, you all are around the corner. You hear the sound of stone shattering. The fuck? And falling to the ground. And you can see the um, the flames are now licking the entrance of the exhibition hall where you all just left. Shit. He's hot on your tail. We're so fucked, guys. As in, like, he's destroying the hallway with his aura? As in, there was nothing, as in, there was nothing stone in this exhibition hall except for Amoferic. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. Bye, babe. Uh, we'll find him another host. Drew and Agamir, you feel yet another rumble. And Agamir, you think you hear a scream in the distance. Duh. Distance, like, ahead? Yeah, like... Yeah, which from, way? From what direction? <laughs> Remember, this um, museum is kind of embedded in a cliff face, so you all are now going towards the street side. So you are leaving this rock formation that the museum is built into, and you're going out towards the street of the archives. So, uh, I'm going to say Saf, Drew, and Agamir work as a team now, since you are all linked together. <laughs> what would you all like to do, Dash? Yeah, keep running! <laughs> I mentioned, I'm like, I, 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 I turned to Drew, I'm like, do you hear screaming? Can I listen harder now that he said it? Uh, yeah, roll me a perception. Natural 20. And also, I would like to mention to the two of them that we should probably make for the service entrance that we let Amalfaric in before. Agreed. That's where that I, I was going to head. Yeah, you do hear screams now that you're paying a little bit closer attention. You feel the rumbling in your... F well, it, it's kind of hard to tell because you're running, but you can still feel rumbling and looking around. It looks like the museum is kind of shaking. Cool. There's some dust coming down from... Cool! Um, <laughs> Great! The floorboards above. So who's screaming? Can you tell? Shave of wonders. Is it, yeah, is the screaming coming from in front of us, behind us? It's, it's, it's coming... East, west? It's least. coming... <laughs> west, yeah. It's my second Spongebob reference this episode. You're welcome. So yeah, the, the entrance to this museum is on the north, is to the north. That's where you're hearing the screams, to the north, from the north. Okay. You are in the southern part of the museum, running to the north. Okay, so it's in front of us. In front of you. Well, okay. isn't the service entrance on the side? It would be on the weast side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> weast so... infection. Okay. That's Emily's favorite <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine cold open. <laughs> it absolutely is. It's so good. <laughs> I have a Diane weast infection. <laughs> like yeast? Okay. So uh, so we're running and I. Uh, he says, do you hear screams? I look back and I'm like, um... Actually, yes, I do. Quick, this way. And I hard lift uh, to the service entrance. Uh, so you all are now in the... You're in the room that has the creepy statues that are covered over with cloth. Yeah. So that's the... Seems like a bad idea now, but okay, let's do it. You have to run all the way through this 
staging chamber in order to get to where the service elevator is. Okay. So that's you are what we've just decided to do. That's what we will do. So you're kind of veering towards the left or the west, uh, towards the service elevator. You know, the shortest distance mm-hmm. to the short the service elevator. So Scar, you are bringing up the rear. What would you all like? What would you like to do with the twins? Same thing I've been doing. Go follow them and fuck out of here. All right. So I'm going to need. Wait, was that not the right thing to do? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, what's your AC, Scar? Why? why? <laughs> Just wondering. Just for fun. 21. As you're running, you can see kind of where Scar, Agamir, and Drew are trying to get... Saf. Uh, sorry, Saf, Saf, Drew, and Agamir. Or rather, Drew and Agamir with Saf and Tell are trying to get to. Yes. And you hear a sharp whistling sound. And this sharp whistle turns into... Behind you, you hear kind of a, a what you would think is an explosion. And as you kind of look over your shoulder, you see that one of the twins has been struck by this sword staff that Tasbeek wields. And you can see that now, the way that the sword staff was oriented, it now has two other blades that have come down from the top. So it's a wicked looking... Trident? It's like a trident, but if you took the, the left and the right prongs and put them perpendicular to the middle prong. So it's like... Um, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Kylo Ren's... Ah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. I couldn't remember his goddamn name. Well, no. But like, um, it's at not, the top. It's not like cross, a short one. It's not a cross guard. Um, well, yeah, but it's like, it's the same... It's the same configuration. Yeah. It's like a T-shape. Yeah, it's T-shaped and all three blades are the same length. Okay. No, I will fucking murder someone. So yeah, one of the twins has crumbled behind you and you see... Tesvig in his radiance behind you, he's laughing. It looks like he might be gaining on you. Oh You're not God. quite sure. You know what? Go ahead and fucking gain on me. I'm going to see you some hellish rebuke on his ass. Because <laughs> I finally know how to play my character after a year. <laughs> it's only taken a little over a year. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's not a big deal that you bring up the rear or anything. Um, Agamir, you uh, now see the dust coming down from the ceiling that Drew has seen, and you can hear the screams for sure now. Who is screaming and why? Honestly, uh, this might be shitty, but I don't give a shit who's screaming. I just kind of want to get out. I know. I, that's why I'm like, what, who's screaming and why? But, like, I don't care. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> also, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like... This is an emergency. Well, did you even, did you ask if you could recognize the scream? I did not. Hey, Nathan, do I recognize that screen? Well, Seth, Drew, and Agamir, it's time for uh, your turn. Okay. Our collective turn. Your collective turn. <laughs> we are one. <laughs> Can I roll to perceive if I know who the voice is? Who's screaming? Sure. Roll me an investigation check, I guess. Is that an action or is that just a check? I'm just allowing it as a free action. You all are running for your lives. That's a three. All right. I'm going to roll a perception too, please. Plus zero. <laughs> nice. That's, uh, I crit myself, so. Mm. All right. We know nothing. Wait, he gets lucky though, Jordan. Yeah, I am lucky. He never actually crits himself. Oh, that's right. Fucker. That's why the big bad guy's after you. 22. All right. 
This is the first time that Saf has heard these screams. And it sounds like it's not a singular scream. It sounds like it's a mass of people. <gasps> Shit. He said that there was another Amo nearby. I don't think it meant I don't think he meant the Everflame. I think he meant an actual Amo. The big boy. Yeah, that's impossible. We should get the fuck out of here faster. How though? <laughs> I'm trying to think of I don't what know. we do after the, after we get out of the building. Run harder. You got any more of that Peruvian darkness powder in you? Yeah, right. <laughs> he he ran right through that shit. Yeah, but he had to use an action to do it. Well, we had to use an action to jump down. No, it was when he touched the Everflame. He's radiant now. Radiant magic dispels it. Ah! So you, the trio in, in the front is now 20 feet. I imagine that you're dashing as well. You're 20 feet from the service door now. You are no longer in that staging area. Okay. So you can see the service door from here. And you can see more and more dust coming down from the ceiling. Yeah, you get, we need to get the fuck out of here. Okay, yeah. But to the door. Scar. Yeah, same. Go. <laughs> There's <laughs> yeah. nothing I can do about the twins, whichever one it was that crumbled, and he's probably going to get the next one, so. And now we'll we have no fucking hosts if we actually find the twins. Well, we know a whole-ass island that's got a bunch of them. We'll figure it out. Yes, because the last time we were there was so much fun. Listen, <laughs> I can go see my people now. It's going to be way easier. They'll welcome me with open arms. The god who returned. You know what? I don't even care if we run into the twins and they're like 150,000 feet above us. Like, they can walk around like that. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. It's fine. Okay. You continue running. Behind you, you can hear the sword staff being taken out of the crumbled pile of stone. And you hear it whistle through the air again, Scar. And it lands with a thunk, a heavy thunk behind you. So he missed. Good. <laughs> Is it within my reach? You would have to stop running and try and pull it out nope. of the ground. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's behind you, so you'd have to like full on turn around. Nope, nope. Just that. Do dumb. not, do not, do not. No, I'm not. No, not that dumb. <laughs> so that was Tasveeb's turn. Safdragmir, you can get to the door this turn. Safdragmir. Safdragmir. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Sidragomir. Nice. Safamir? No. Sidragona. I like Dragomir. <laughs> it always sounds like Sidrag. Um, okay, hit the door. We run through the door. The door has to open. We open the door. Does that as an action? Can I kick it open? No, it's, remember, it's one of those soft clothes. Fuck. slides. Oh my god, your guys' name is Dragafina, which also sounds like Love a it. weird porn star name. <laughs> Love it. I adore it. Dragafina. Nice. So good. Dragafina is very good. Um, okay. Through the door. I guess I have to open it. I have to, we take an action. Yeah, you gotta take an action to open it. So here's the thing. So I'm going to is it possible for me to use my movement slash action to shift Safina to Agamir completely? And I can, <laughs> yes, and I open the door so that they can keep running and dash. You can certainly try. So that I use my move, I use an action, but they don't. Y yes. Oh, God. What, Safina, why are you freaking out? <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I got a good idea. Okay. I got a good idea. Let's okay. hear it. Bear with me. If you're going to hand me to Agamir, right, mm -hmm. and we've established that invisibility 
gives the person invisibility and anything they're holding. Maybe if I make Agamir invisible, I will become invisible if he's holding me. Thoughts? <laughs> Thoughts? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yep. Solid uh, plan. We could become invisible. I mean, that's an idea. Is it, though? I thought it was an object and not a person. Uh, A creature. uh, The target is a creature. Yeah, we we found out it was the opposite. That was what we found out. Okay. Mm -hmm. You make it, it's a creature, and whatever they're holding or wearing is also invisible. Does another creature count, Nathan? Is that a thing? Or would I just be a floating halfling? Running through the, <laughs> flying through the. Well, air. there's only one way to find out. How? Why not make yourself invisible, Safina? Hori could do that. She's slow. Then you all wouldn't know where she is. No, but Agamir's holding her. I mean, I feel like it's the most important thing is for us to get as far away as possible. Because if both of them disappear, then we can't. We don't know where they're going. Well, currently we're out of line of sight with not nah, but babe Cassidy. what i'm trying to say is like i need to be able to see both of you or i mean at least one of you to know where you are if you make so both of you yeah if you make well and you too if you make both of you disappear then me and drew lose line of sight on you and we have no fucking idea where you're going i need you to make yourself invisible okay that way agamir i can still see and he's got you so i know y'all are running that's fair, and if, if they catch up, we'll just throw you in the bushes. Yeah, exactly. You can just turn yourself invisible, and we'll just be like, go, go, get, get. <laughs> Can't you see we don't want you here anymore? Sail. Sail. You're going to yeet me into some bushes. Yes. What halfling? We have no idea what you're talking about. We're out of line of sight of Tasbeeg, so we don't have to worry about that right now. So we'll deal with that later. Yeah, um... We need a couple rolls here. Yeah, I was yeah. like... We need uh, Drew to roll to open the door, and we need Agamir to roll a an athletics check to get the shifted weight of Saf. And uh, Saf, you can just cast Invisibility if you want. Okay, so what am I adding to this roll? Um, you roll me an intelligence check. Could I just swing around on Agamir and, like piggyback, I guess, so that he doesn't have to, like, carry me and use strength. I don't know. How many pole dancing classes have you taken? Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll allow Saf, I'll allow you to up. roll an athletics to aid Agamir in his shifting of weight. Okay. I rolled a 16 for my athletics check. 18 plus zero for intelligence. 18. 17 for, what was it? Athletics. Okay. Well, fortunately, you're not that heavy, so you uh, you aid him in uh, getting your weight shifted onto his back. Agamir kind of throws you onto his back, and you are now there. You cast invisibility on yourself. Drew, as soon as you feel the weight has lifted, you dash faster ahead, and you're able to look at the door, figure out how it works, and swing it open quick enough for Agamir and Saf to then run through the door. Don't. So you are now, you will now be 30 feet behind them. Scar is coming up behind you. Got it. So Scar, you've seen that the door has just opened up. You see that Drew is hanging back. 
you can just about get to her with your movement. How do I do that? So you are now close to Drew. Scar and Drew, you see Tazvig come around the corner. Drew, this is the first time that you've seen him with the radiance kind of swirling all around him. And he is going to make an attack. How long does that last? Until you're incapacitated or your enemies are. So Agamir's still in flame rage? Agamir is still in flame rage, yeah. So can he run faster? Well, actually, no, he wouldn't be because he's gotten far enough away from Tetsby. So he would would not be dealing damage to Saf and Drew. Cool. As soon as he turns tail to run away from Tetsby, he uh, the flame rage slowly receded from him. Mm. But actually, that reminds me that once the flame rage recedes, you get one level of exhaustion. Oh, no. Well, yeah, because you had all that crazy adrenaline pumping through you. You know what? It's fine. It's... It's not going to add to the story at all. Just know that you're a little tired, Agamir. I'm sure he's been tired for a while now. <laughs> he's been tired. <laughs> That's nothing new. He's been exhausted since, like, day one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I am looking up Tasveek's weapon stuff. Is he going to throw his Kylo Ren sword again? So the sword staff lances out. You hear that sharp whistling sound again. And um, none of y'all have any reactions, do you? Yes. Well, do you, do you want to use any of your reactions? Did I get hit? I Well, I don't know what your reactions do. When I get hit, I can do something. All right. Yeah, did I get hit? Because I can do that too. We can do the same thing. Oh, you, you have hellish review. <laughs> yes. Both of us do. Right. Well, that's unfortunately not going to help. Uh, what? So the way that the that he threw the sword staff at you, he actually clips both of you with the way that the blades went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both are going to take 12 damage. Hey, I have one hit point, y'all. What's up? (laughs) Wait, I thought... But what about the twin? Wasn't he blocking line of sight on us? It was line of sight... uh, Well, it was partial cover for you, but Tasveeg rolled a a very high number that I'm not going to tell you because y'all are just going to be mad about it. Here's the thing. You can lie about that. You're the DM. You can do whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, considering that Tasveeg is... Whatever, I have a hit point left. Leave me alone. Okay. So. Yeah, so that is what Tasveed does. And he says to you, he's now close enough that you can hear him. He says, this is your last chance. Why doesn't it matter if we can do Hellish Rebuke or not? Doesn't that count? You need to be within melee range. He's not in melee range. He threw the spear. It says a creature within 60 feet of you that you can see. Oh, okay. Well, yep. then. Fuck off. Both of us are getting him then. All right. I thought it was a melee range. Uh, That's please, why you looked the spell up. Please excuse me. Uh, I have failed you all as a DM. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you uh, are acknowledging it at least. That means both of us. Yeah. So we both cast out probably at the same time. He says, this is your last chance. And we both turn around and say, fuck off. And we both cast out for you. You point your finger, and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. 
The creature must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. When you cast this spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the damage increases by 1d10. So mine will be in second in a second same. level slot. Absolutely same. Second level slot. So 3d10 each, and you have to make two deck saving throws. Yes. All right, he failed both. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes. In case you were wondering, Tasvig is not a dex-based build. <laughs> so um, while they're doing that, Agamir, I have two second level spell slots and I just used one of them on invisibility. If shit hits the fan, I could turn you invisible too and we could both run for it. Good to know. Thanks. Good to know, good, good to know that you would leave us 18 damage. 15 damage. <laughs> All right, well, let's do... I sacrifice myself for you guys to stop, keep fucking running. Well, let's talk about some collaborative spellcasting. What does y'all's hellish rebukes look like? It's kind of like the same color as me with like a black border around it, like a tint of blackness coming out of the edges of like a red sunset. Very angry cloud. I think I've said before that Drew's is just black flames. All right, well, black and red and black flames circle around Tess Vig's white flames that he has going on. Tess Vig is on fire! <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Tess Vig is on fire. Uh, so all the fire is burning around him, and then you see that the white flames of his flame rage kind of push out your hellish rebuke flames, but... um. Whatever, uh, I don't even care anyway. He does not look comfortable when they are swirling around him. Good. He actually slows down a little bit. Good. It's at this point that you all hear the loudest boom that you've heard. Mm. Agamir and Saf, you are outside. And I guess that Scar and Drew, you're going to be running as well? Yes. yes. Scar and Drew run out of the building after being struck with the sword staff. You see Agamir in front of you, and as you all are looking down the alleyway, you see a 150-foot Amo in front of you. <laughs> what? It's Amo Ferric. Oh, sweet. Whoa. Well, that's a twist. And that's where we're going to end. Wait, how? Wait, did he get from the island to here? Is that why he said, I'll be our back? (laughs) I mean, he's 150 feet tall. Like, he could probably walk that whole way in, like, 10 minutes. (laughs) He said, I will return. And he was right. (laughs) So, that's where we're going to end the episode. Thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you had a great time listening. I had a great time DMing. And I hope my players had a great time playing. The Village Idiot this week. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Um, you, because you forgot that we could do things. Can I just say, I feel like I deserve a hero point? Same. Oh, yeah. You all, oh, yeah. I was, keeping, I was actually keeping track of the hero points this time. Good. So. I'm, on, I'm at full hero points. Yeah. I it, who? Well, okay. Who's at full hero points right now? Me. Agamir? I, I have five. I don't believe that that's... Yeah, I would, my full would be seven. Okay, yes. Yeah. And then, Saf, how many do you have? Four out of seven. 
All right. Saf and Agamir, you are now at full. Drew, you used all three nope. of yours? I, use, I have three left right now. So you get three back. I was about to say, I did some dope shit this episode, I feel like. We all yeah. did. I'm proud of us. Yeah, I, yeah, I was... I was keep... We really D&D'd hard this episode, yes. guys. Yeah, it was a good D&D episode. It's, it's crazy what'll happen when a villain is chasing you. <laughs> we were just trying to make up for the absolute, like, debauchery that was the last episode. <laughs> Yes. That's true. So anyway, the village idiot this week. You all did really well, so I'm going to say that I'm the village idiot this week. Yes. We did it, y'all. Yeah. Hmm. We won. Good Good we job. Won. <laughs> we won D&D. <laughs> you won D&D. But I did take out one of the Amos, uh, or the, um, yeah, I'm the Colossi. Super so fucking cool. pissed at you right now. Yeah, it sucks. I guess I could take, I took out two of them, so. You did, and I'm really angry that one of them was the twins. Then again... The DM giveth, and so the DM taketh away. Yeah, you've taken a lot of things away from us. If you could giveth a little bit more, I would appreciate it. (laughs) I just giveth you Amo Ferric in his 150-foot form. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, not going to lie. So, yeah, uh, Nicole, if they want to, if the, easy for me to say, if the listeners want to reach out to us on social media, they can do that, right? They totally, absolutely can. They can go to Twitter and find us at village idiot pod. And if you want to talk to me, Scarlett, Nicole, personally, you can find me at Nicole, the nerdy. You can find me at J Roma 20. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me because I'm too busy running for my life with my friends. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we also have a dope website, villageidiotspodcast.com. Tons of cool stuff up there that you can check out. I think the coolest thing, though, Emily, right, is our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Planamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. (laughs) Yes, stay tuned for next week's episode. It is... The season finale next week. I don't know what the village idiot count is right now, but uh, I think you're winning at this point. Yeah, well, next week it's a conspiracy. It's either I'm going to win or we've got a tie. I think Justin's looking right now just to make sure. Ooh. Oh shit. Oh dang. Dead. It's either going. Yeah. No, it's I you. Think it's going to be Nate. It is going to be you, Nate. <laughs> it's yeah, Nate. It, no, it can't be it's anyone be else Nate. but me. It's going to be May. Um, <laughs> no matter what, I'm the Nicole and I are tied, though, and that's fair. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> well, it, it's it's fitting that the DM would be the the idiot of his own campaign. DMs are really the idiot in in everything, right? So. <laughs> Bye. I, didn't, I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs>